This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.omf.ie I'm joined on the line by Simon O'Dwyer, Managing Director of 360, the Kilkenny-based brand and communications agency. Good morning, Simon. Uh, good morning, John. Yeah, now we last spoke to you in December. Um, uh, we were facing into Christmas at that stage. I don't think a four and a half month lockdown was on the uh, on the agenda. How have you been going? And is Kilkenny based strictly true in this uh, kind of remote working environment? Presumably, not everyone in the office. Uh, oh no, we've been uh, we've been remote since March the fourth, fourteenth uh, last year. So we're well, well, uh, well used to it at this stage, John. I think when we spoke last, there was a sense that we had been through the worst at Christmas, and uh, we were looking kind of optimistically towards 2021. But to be honest, uh, from the new year to now, has just been a, a complete drag on, on everybody. I think you know. It has been, hasn't it? And, uh, you know, we were talking, I think, at the time about working and remote working and remote working will be the future. I think maybe um, the last four months have changed that slightly. What do you think is the future of of work? How are we going to be working? Uh, Well, you know, I agree with you totally. I think it's, you know, we, we have this conversation regularly at work about, like, how we're going to shape things for the future. And in the discussions we would have had, like last November, last December, people were, would, would have been like very much of the mindset, yeah, we like working from home, uh, we like the efficiencies it brings and the kind of structure it brings. Um, but now the conversations are different and now people are, are, are eager to want to you know, be able to meet face-to-face, maybe not to the same, same extent as, as we did pre-pandemic. Uh, so for us, it's going to be trying to find some blended space that you know meets the needs of you know like obviously we can continue to deliver for our clients work for our business and then uh, keeps the team happy you know so i think it will be blended and probably kind of customized person to person depending on, on what they want yeah and and it's interesting because knowing now what we know <laughs> and what we didn't know back when we last spoke on on the show in in December we've really hit levels of zoom fatigue and all that sort of stuff and people are looking at different ways i even saw somewhere this morning online that people are looking at creating virtual meeting spaces that are not even you know like zoom but they kind of give people personas that they can browse around yeah. online and put in on conversations and all that kind of stuff well, yeah, and I've definitely heard stories of people meeting on, like, Minecraft and on other computer game platforms. Um, so, yeah, obviously, you know, all, all of it being challenging, all of it trying to maybe stimulate some kind of, like, innovation and, and change and difference. Yeah, because whatever about pressing the buttons, responding to the emails, accessing IT systems and all that sort of stuff, there is a kind of a a thing that people miss out on an awful lot of interaction that they've had in offices. And and we all know about FOMO and the fear of missing out. Is Is that a thing now in terms of, you know, working from home and remote working and all that? Well, I think there's two things of note on that, John, that I've come across recently. The first thing is that there was a letter from Google's CEO basically saying that, you know, his expectation was that everybody would return to the office uh, unless it was in very specific circumstances. So that was kind of the first one of those kind of big hitters coming out and saying this is how it will be in the future. 
And then there was a, uh, a really controversial op-ed in the Washington Post during the week where uh, the CEO of uh, a different magazine was basically saying that, you know, if you continue to work from home, you need to understand the risks for your career and basically laying out the line that, you know, as a as if you're working from home, you know, you're, you're kind of boxing yourself more into a kind of a contractor role than an employee role. And then made the catty, uh, kind of the final piece of that article was, you know, that uh, the people that you know are the people, the people who are the hardest to let go. So by being absent from the office, making yourself more likely uh, to be let go. Mm. That was like really like quite a threatening article in the, in the Washington Post. And there's been quite a bit of uproar about that. And I think actually the staff on that magazine have since gone on strike about it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so cr- it's giving us a sense maybe of where some, you know, companies and mindset is at, is that they want to, you know, accelerate a, a return back to kind of pre, uh, pre-pandemic uh, work practices. Yeah, so it's an evolving situation rather than the rather mm. simplistic, the world of work has changed and the office is dead, far from yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, like, I, I would think that, you know, now, as, you know, I'm hoping it's not another false dawn now, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, like business owners like myself could kind of take a look at the last year and kind of go, well, what what goodness can we take out of that? Like, what what were the what were the good things that happened that we can now kind of carry forward and mm. uh, and bring with us and, and let that be some kind of kind of positive outcome from the whole thing. Yeah, and we've probably learned if 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 life had returned to normal, so to speak, uh, immediately after Christmas, we probably would have had a, a complete set of different uh, way of thinking. It's it's quite interesting from that perspective. It's, I think it is, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And so I suppose all we like from our side again, you know, speaking from our own like our own point of view as a business, we're just going to wait. Before, we're not going to make any big decisions until we're kind of through and then like all of the options are back open to us and I think then we'll get a very clear picture of like where people's minds are actually what, what the mindset is yeah now uh, 360 your company your branded communications agency an interesting time for brands and, and an interesting time for places and an interesting mm. time for you know the places companies are located I'll be talking later to Colin Ray from uh, Ray's department store in Bagnallstown um, Kilkenny an interesting time for Kilkenny beginning to reopen tourism beginning to reopen but without some of its most iconic names the Smithics experience in Kilkenny closing which which is a bit of a blow. Gutted, John. Absolutely gutted to hear that. Um, you know, to, I think it's important. Like, I think Swedish experience is important on two levels. One is it like it's a tie back to you know some kind of like like core kind of historical period for Kenny. It's always been there, and I mean like both as like you know an abbey, but also if you go back to the seventies and, and we think of the kind of the beer festivals and. And all that good stuff, you know. Um, so I'm kind of gutted that we're losing that link, but also, you know, the fact that we need to be offering tourists who come here like a diverse range of experiences. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I, I was actually just looking at TripAdvisor before I came on here. Like the reviews for the experience were very good. People valued it. People enjoyed it. 
and it's going to leave a big hole, I think, in the in the tourism. Market. And obvious challenges for Diageo um, in keeping a business like that going, given the the restrictions on proximity of people and safety and all that sort of stuff. But uh, a feeling of betrayal a bit in Kilkenny from many quarters, I suspect that they've decided to uh, pull out. And also an interesting one from a brand perspective, your area of of expertise, because so much of Smidic's brand and Diageo uh, and and indeed they have a brand called Kilkenny is based on an association with Kilkenny and if the current stands uh, plans stand they won't be here anymore yeah 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 I'm sure I'm not the only person who's felt that kind of bit of pride when I've seen a Kilkenny tap uh, in a bar when I'm uh, when I'm abroad um, yeah you know maybe maybe there's opportunities I think for Diageo to kind of rethink uh, that decision uh, I would hope I would hope that would happen uh, and maybe somebody uh, be it from Kilkenny or elsewhere, could maybe make the case to them that you know that there is a mutual a mutual win by keeping the um, the experience open. Yeah, because it's about so much more than just the people who go through the the door. I suppose when it comes to Kilkenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you totally. But uh, and and the experience itself, like as a local, you know, you kind of do it once and it's great. Like it, it is a really good thing. Um, and you know, again, I just think it's going to be a lot. So maybe, hopefully something can happen. It would be good if, if we could rally a few people to uh, make the case. Yeah, finally, um, Simon, you know, we've talked in this programme before about the pandemic being good for some businesses, being bad for others, you know, very much sometimes a two-stroke economy. Can you briefly give us some kind of highlights or companies that you think have been in kind of well out of the whole thing, or uh, particularly in how they're communicating and marketing? Yeah, well, I'm, see- I'm seeing a lot of kind of return to core, maybe a little bit, you know, uh, so people focusing in on, on what they do best uh, and, and, and maybe having kind of less distractions about them. So I think that's definitely been, uh, that's definitely been a kind of, a, a, kind of a, a key benefit or a kind of a change that's come out of it. But I think any, any, any business out there, small, medium or large, that's kind of embraced uh, digital has done well, you know. I think that um, you know any of the, the the companies out there who've you know really kind of invested in that and kind of added digital to an existing kind of more traditional business model mm. will come out of this um, will come out of this better. Yeah, absolutely. And so say all of us here in KCLR, we've seen a huge yeah. upsurge in our whole digital people interacting online and through social platforms and so on. Simon, it's been a, a, an absolute pleasure talking to you. Best of luck to you and everyone in, in 360. And hopefully uh, the next time uh, we speak, we'll have uh, taken a step towards a quote-unquote normality rather than a lurch back into some sort of lockdowns. Yeah, well, that'd be great, John. I, I'm looking forward. Maybe we can meet for a coffee beside us. <gasps> Gosh. Bin <laughs> Absolutely, Simon. Well, look, keep the faith. Good talking to you as always. That's Simon O'Dwyer from uh, 360, the Kilkenny-based uh, brand and communications agency. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, offering a broad range of business and advisory services to businesses large and small across the southeast.